Welcome to the show designed to help guys feel better, look better, and perform better. Hosted by Dr. Asandra of New Mill Medical Center and Frank Kramer from 95.5 KLOS. This podcast answers some of the tough questions about male wellness and makes men's health a priority. Welcome to Priority Mail. Welcome to Priority Mail. I am Frank Kramer. I'm here with my good friend, Dr. Asandra. How you doing, Doc? I'm good, Frank. How you doing today? Good. Good to see you. Uh, if you're not uh, familiar with the Frosty Audio and Frank show and you're hearing this for the first time, um, uh, I've been going to Dr. Sandra for a while now. Has mm. it been maybe, has it been a year? It's about a year now. About over a year. Yeah. Uh, I am 48 years old and uh, did the did the blood work mm-hmm. uh, to find out if I had uh, low testosterone. Yes. And Same. as far as like a guy my age, doctor, um, we'll jump right into it here as far as the Priority Mail is going to be a podcast about male issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you heard that in the intro. We're going to answer the tough questions. It's going to be a, a raw, honest conversation. And uh, Dr. Asandra has uh, committed his, um, his life's work to uh, improving, I guess, life for men Absolutely. and women. Mm-hmm. But this is about men, this particular podcast. So when you um, were going to medical school, mm-hmm. When did you decide that this is the angle that you wanted to take, uh, male issues? I think it was a little bit after medical school. I think, you know, I originally wanted to be an ER doc, so I went to become an ER doctor and got board certified in that. And then I was, while you're working in the ER, you see all these guys coming in with all these different problems, med lists as long as my arm and everything. And I'm like, they're getting bigger, they're getting more unhealthy. What's going on here? I mean, is there is there an underlying issue? Is it in, in the they're just so defeated. And so I was like, there's got to be a different way um, to help men out because one, men are so embarrassed to talk about their issues. You know, we, we're so stoic, right? We're always like, yeah, my thing always works and, you know, I don't have an issue. But we know that's not always the case. And so a lot of these guys were very timid to talk to their regular doctors about it. Sometimes they have a female doctor, sometimes their doctor blows them off. I wanted to create a center that kind of allowed people to come in and talk about these issues without being embarrassed. I mean, we've been talking about female issues forever. Why can't we start talking about male issues? Yeah, I think it's because, uh, yeah, we're, we're too embarrassed as men. We're supposed to be men from a very young age. Right. I mean, we're told by uh, the male figures in our lives uh, that we're basically society. We're not supposed to be crying about stuff. It's like, you know, you do that in private. And if you do have any issue that is... Uh, I guess would be considered a feminine issue, or mm-hmm. it's like your emotions or your, your your physicalness that you keep it to yourself, right. walk it off, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. stop crying. And uh, I think that has changed in our society to a point where it's like now uh, we can talk openly about it, and I can go on on the radio radio show and say, "Listen, I uh, am proof that low testosterone uh, can be treated," and you have basically turned my life around. I didn't actually know to tell you the truth, what was going on with me? Well, I, I knew that my my focus was uh, not so uh, pinpoint anymore. And I was lethargic. And I started gaining a lot of weight around the midsection. And I thought, well, okay, I'm just uh, drinking too much beer. It's just a beer belly, and that's what happens. And I guess the beer belly, beer gets the blame for it. But I, I learned from you that a lot of the beer belly and the midsection fat is just low testosterone. Right. I mean, it's and also age too, right? I mean, think about it. when you're 18 years old in your 20s, you know, whole pizza and you still stay thin and, you know, you don't have to work out five days a week to keep up with your metabolism. But now as we age, our hormones decrease, health problems go up. But if we can replenish it safely and kind of get you back to the levels of a 20 year old, 
your body's going to reflect that of a 20 year old and you're going to feel healthier again. And the, the method you use, the hormone replacement therapy, there are many different kinds. I mean, there's creams, uh, there's, there's shots. At one point before I went to see you, I was, uh, I, I looked into uh, possible mm. testosterone replacement and I did the, the shots in the shoulder right. that would end up leaving like this nasty knot. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know where those shots came from, where the testosterone came from as far as like, uh, was it even good for me? But I was, in, I guess in a sense, desperate to find something to fix what was going on. Right. And so, uh, I don't know if it's vegetable oil. <laughs> I have no idea what I was putting in my skin. Motor oil? <laughs> yeah. So as far as, as those types of solutions, the creams right. and the shots, what are the negatives about those? Well, one thing about the creams and the shot, creams you got to put on every freaking day. And you can probably pass that on to others too. So if you're rubbing it on yourself and then you go touch your kids and your pets, now you're kind of trans, or your wife or, or significant other, you're kind of transferring some of that hormone onto them. Um, if you cuddle with them or whatever it is. And, and obviously, you know, your levels go up during the day and then they fall by the end of the day and you got to reapply it the next day. The shots last a little bit longer. You're doing a shot once a week. It's a little better than that. You can't transfer and all that. And I have several patients on the shots as well. I think kind of the, the, the Rolls Royce or the, the, you know, the Ferrari of, of testosterone placement are the pellets, kind of like what you got, Frank. And um, those are bioidentical, meaning it's the exact same. It's a testosterone molecule. It's, it matches the body one for one. And you only have to get them every four months or so. They're implanted, you know, in the fat in the upper hip, and there's a slow 24/7 release. And so you don't get that roller coaster effect like you would with the creams, the gels, and the shots. And you just feel good 24/7. So feel a lot better. And the pellets in in the fat of the butt cheek is uh, is a treatment that is older in remedy than the, the shots or the creams. I mean, yes. they were try it's older and more effective. And so you went back. To older medicine. Yeah, I think it, you know people wanted an easier delivery method because it has to be in place by a, a medical provider or a doctor to have them implanted. But you know, back I think it came out in the late 1930s when they first started doing it. And they started, I think they were working with pig testicles or something and implanting that into men. But now we've been able to synthesize the actual molecule in, in a different form now, plant-based. And so it's easily absorbed in the body, but it's also safer. And, you know, obviously we monitor your levels throughout the whole course. So that way you don't go too high and we don't go too low. We kind of want you in that sweet spot. And the sweet spot being, I mean, if there is a number to look at. If someone was to, to go get their blood work done and then they get the report and before they take it to you and they just want to know where they are, just what, what number are you looking for? You know, um, I think it, it's very subjective. So I have some guys, I think the range goes from about 300 to up to 1100, 1200. You know, it's 300 is kind of like you're falling towards the tail end when you're 70 years old. And I think 800 to 1200 is that of like an 18 year old. So you've got this whole range there. But the problem is you go to your doctor and as long as you're within that range, even if you're four or 45 and your level's 300, they're going to say you're quote unquote normal, right? So I shoot for the upper end of normal, like that, uh, you know, when you were in your early 20s and, and then maybe early 30s and all that, that's kind of the sweet spot where we want to hit somewhere between 800 to 1100, 800 to 1000 is kind of where I shoot for. And that's when you start noticing the benefits of the testosterone without really any of the side effects of it. I mean, you're not, we're not trying to make bodybuilders here, right? We're just kind of getting you to healthy levels again. So you feel better, you lose weight, but you also retain good muscle on your, on your body. It's almost like if you uh, ever lived in an area that had wonderful internet service, where right. it was like high speed and bam, 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 bam. And then you move someplace out to the rural area mm -hmm. and now your internet service is really super slow. But, but they test your, your line and say, 
hey, that's normal for this area. Right. You're, you're fine. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be a problem because that's what everybody's getting out here. And I'm saying, like, comparing the rural internet service to being in your 50s, 60s, 70s mm-hmm. on testosterone level. Right. But you want to get back to having the internet service that you had where it was, you know, quick downloads. You didn't have to wait on anything. And that was the testosterone level that you had in your 20s. So really... If you want to look at it like that, you're not doing anything bad to your body. You're basically just doing a, a, a upgrade, a yeah. boost in that particular area to boost the signal around the house, to boost the downloading of, of the testosterone, mm-hmm. of the, uh, it, to, to compare it to internet service or right. Wi-Fi service. I call it optimization, right? You're, you're trying to optimize your levels to that of a, of a better level where you, you, you have all the, the positive effects of it and you feel like you're in your 20s and 30s, the libido's there, the focus, the drive. And I think in today's society, we're so stressed out, right? We have so much more crap. Stress kills boners. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have so much more shit going on that we're constantly bombarded by text, by social media, by so much more things. And I think that's why men these days have lower testosterone than, say, men 30 years ago had. And maybe it's partly the food that we eat and all that. So it's important that we replace it safely and we can get you back to those levels where you feel good again and you can really you know, experience the benefits of it and, and deal with all the extra stress that we have now. And, and in a healthy way. The, um, the, the pellets, what I love about it was like the, the whole commercial was this, set it and forget it, where basically you just put it right there in your butt, like every four or five months, you said right. d- delivers 24 seven. I don't have to worry about putting the cream on and rubbing it off on somebody else. I don't have to worry about doing the shot at the same time every single day, or even taking a pill every single mm-hmm. day at a certain time. It's, and I compare that to birth control, where it's like when they try to find a birth control pill for men or something like that. The question always is, but will they take it? Will they remember to take it? Will they do it properly? You can trust women to take their pill every day. They, they, they're caretakers. They will take care of themselves. And men aren't seen like that. So in this particular method for mm-hmm. improving your testosterone level, this was made for the mentality of men right. to go, let's just put it in there, and and I'll and you call me and say, hey, it's about time to come back, and we're gonna check. You know, I think it's time to get more pellets. Okay, I don't have to worry about that. Right, it's easy and 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 super effective. I am one of Dr. Asander's clients, and uh, it really has. It has turned my life around. I've I've I start going to the gym again. I'm motivated to go to the gym, and I thought, well, if I'm going to have this extra testosterone in my system, if I'm going to have the the kind of uh, energy that I had when I was in my 20s, well, I'm going to abuse that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I doing in my 20s? I was going to the gym. What was I doing in my 20s? I was, I was chasing tail. Right. I mean, I have a wife now, <laughs> but, I, but I chase her tail around all the time now, and uh, and. But just having that energy, that young energy. And some people who, are, who age like to hang around with young people just to get the, the energy that they're putting off as mm-hmm. young people. Right. What are you laughing at, Eric? <laughs> Eric, our producer over here, he's running Hi. the board for us. What, 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 why did you laugh at that? Well, we have a gentleman on the show. His name is Frosty. And uh, I met Frosty 12 years ago when I looked about nine years old. <laughs> you still look nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's an older gentleman that likes to hang out with young guys. Mm. And I think it's exactly, I didn't realize it until you just said it, that maybe that's exactly what he's doing. He's trying to feel younger and he's trying to recapture his youth. Yeah. And the thing about Frosty is, like he uh, his libido's never been an issue because he's never used it mm. I think that uh, he likes he got stunted in that area of his brain like I said all of us have that same brain that we had that 20 year old brain 
weird how the brain doesn't age. Your body and your shell does around mm -hmm. it. So his brain never aged, but his body and shell has. But he likes to be around the energy of young people because that's what his brain hungers for. Yeah, he's so, still a young guy in his brain. I think we all are. As men, that's what we all hunger for. So if you could do a, a biological hack on what, was nat what would naturally happen to you, the aging process, we can actually roll back the clock here. Dr. Asandra has the, the dial for rolling back the clock. Yeah, and I think kind of what you're hitting on a little bit earlier about men wanting to hang around younger men to feel that energy because it invigorates them, right? Right. Well, that's what kind of what the hormones will do too. But men are dating younger women these days too. We see it when they. I just read separation. where it says men are attracted to women between the ages of 24, 20 and twenty-four. Like our entire life, no matter what age we are, that <laughs> that range right there is the women that we're attracted. To. Now, women, on the other hand, they can be right. attracted to men their own age. Yep. Uh, no matter what age they are, but it's like for our ideal. So it's like to be able to have that that testosterone yes. when we were 20 and 24 makes that possible and not just a dream. Right, and, and and be able to feel that way again too, right? We want to be able to feel like we did when we were 20, 24 and things to function better like we did when we were 20, Can I ask, 24. what should I look out for? Because I'm getting older. I don't want to admit that maybe I've got some midsection issues and I'm, I'm young, but I'm getting older and having my second kid. What should I be looking out for when it comes to low T? I'll tell you what the, the biggest things that I hear from guys when it comes to that. It's, you know what? I just don't care about having sex anymore. I could go with or without it. And, you know, I remember the days when I was 16 years old, the wind could blow and I could get a boner right away. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's one of the first signs, but the energy, the fatigue that they have by the end of the day, you know, they, I have guys tell me I work out five days a week and I still can't lose this flab around mm -hmm. my midsection or gain any muscle for, to help, to help me. It's just not working. And I check their levels and they're in the, their testosterone's in the dump. I'm like, well, you're never going to put on muscle with the testosterone that of a, of a female, you know? So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things to look out for is your body not reacting the same. And sometimes it creeps up on them because over the years they slowly lose it. Right. And you're kind of just getting used to it every year, every year. But then they think to themselves, how was I 20 years ago? And 20 years ago, man, I remember looking at, I could look at a woman and boom, I just get an instant boner and just feel that drive there, you know, and it's not, that's one of the first signs. They just don't have that anymore. They just don't care about anything. And they, like Frank, didn't, the motivation goes away and then it, they notice when we replace it, it comes back. So it, it's about those little, little subtleties that we just kind of overlook sometimes because we age and we kind of get used to it. The aging is going to happen to all of us, obviously. And this, this is a natural thing that happens every decade that goes by. You're supposed to be in a, maybe a different range mm -hmm. of normal testosterone level, but it, it doesn't have to be like that. And I think with the, I mean, women talk about the pressures they have on them with society and the way they make uh, the ultimate the ultimate female look. And it's like, oh, well, that's not you know necessarily you know true. We're all been brainwashed to think this is beauty and that's not beautiful. Well, guys never talk about the pressures that we have, mm -hmm. whether it be from you know watching porno uh, right. and seeing you know males nude and aroused and thinking, oh my god. What the hell is going on here? Especially, so when you lose your ability, I mean, obviously testosterone has a lot to do with your libido. I know you also do things with erectile dysfunction and things like that. When you, lo when you lose the, that function, I've, it is completely demoralizing. It's defeating. Defeating. I mean, when, when that happens, I mean, not, I wish you could have like the blood work right before that happened and see if it even plummets even more because the brain associating, you know, the, the stress and the psychology of losing your boner and use, losing your identity as a male, right. like what makes you a man, 
would uh, I think the probably the same thing happens to women who have to go through like double mas- mastectomies where they right. lose their breasts and their femininity and so they start their depression just comes in so it's like when you lose that you get depressed and then it seems like your life is spiraling down and then you just walk into death that's pretty much all you have left <laughs> right, it's right? Like, yeah it's like women going through menopause too right everything kind of just stops functioning then they know they're not really fertile anymore and they can't nothing can happen I think it's a vicious cycle you know with, with men and then it, beca- it it starts out with it's not working as well and then it gets in their head it becomes a psychological issue am I going to perform well am I going to perform well am I going to be able to satisfy her and then that adrenaline kicks in and then nothing happens, right? So it's this vicious cycle of this mental part of it, the physical part of it, and then, then everything just stops. And the humiliation, and the humiliation, you think of the of being judged, even though she might understand what you know what's going on, and not judge you, but just the, you, that inner voice in your head that's judging yourself and questioning your manhood. Then you hear every coach that ever yelled yes. at you, and your dad, whoever questioned your man. Eric, yes, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> now I do. Yeah, you brought it all back for me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, everybody that ever like questions your manhood, right? is in your head living there still and when you start questioning your manhood all all of them get to come back out and point the finger and make fun of you and 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 that's why we're doing this this podcast priority mail so we can openly have that conversation so maybe we can we can shut those voices up that we right. can move on and right now we're talking about what Dr. Asandra does but there's other issues that men deal with we're going to talk about every issue whatever issue you might have uh, we got a, a, an email uh, priority mail podcast at gmail.com if you have a question you would like us to uh, to cover on the show doesn't matter what it is we will uh, we'll discuss it uh, right now I just wanted to you know introduce you to what dr. Sandra has done for me and what he can do for you in testosterone uh, replacement therapy also if you have other issues like erectile dysfunction or uh, maybe we'll talk about premature ejaculation next time yeah Okay. Eric, we want you to come back because we know you're an expert on that. <laughs> going to be your featured guest, I guess. <laughs> you might, we might have to have you, you check in every now and then with us. Uh, but uh, yeah, be sure and come back. Subscribe to the podcast so you can get it. And on iTunes, uh, give us uh, give us five stars. Make a comment. Let people know. And tell, and tell your male friends that uh, that it's out there. And we're just here to discuss, open, honest, and uh, and hopefully. Help, help each other out as men. Let's, let's embrace each other and help each other out as opposed to uh, pointing the finger and judging one another, right? There you go. All right. We're all in this together. Thank you, Dr. Sandra. Come back next week for more Priority Mail. Thank you.